our true crime podcast back from a hiatus. This is Element and Chill, which I don't think we <laughs> mentioned in part one. And I am Cheyenne. This is Molly, which I think we did mention at one point. I think very vaguely we mentioned it. Yeah. And I, I like one of the skip through moments. I think so. And then um, we kind of switch formats where we kind of each talk about a movie and our last one, we went on a lot of tangents, so we kind of are doing a two-parter for our true crime one. And um, just so you know, you can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Uh, SoundCloud? Stitcher? And, SoundCloud? <laughs> and I think the new one is Spotify. That's the new one. Yes, I don't have written down, so Spotify is our new one. Ah. <laughs> um, you can follow us on Twitter. You can blog us on WordPress, and we're also on Google+. But don't follow us on the beach or the streets, because creepers be creeping. <laughs> creepers be creeping is our summer thing, and we're on the beaches a lot. And yeah, bitches don't need to be following us on the streets. Or the beach. Or the beach. Or the grocery store. Or the grocery store. Alright, so this episode is about my story, which I am not a good note taker, but I actually had to take notes on, and we are a taker. But I watched, like, I'm not going to lie, about 45 minutes to an hour of this movie, and we did True Crime this week, and I was like, I actually need to know the <laughs> piece. Yeah, I need, I need to know facts. And I'm, I'm good at remembering the big picture. I'm good at remembering minor details that were interesting to me, but I'm horrible at names. And I was like, True Crime? I need to know names. Like, that's serious. Like, these are real people. It's true. Yeah, I should. (laughs) Yeah, it's true crime. I should actually take people into consideration. I shouldn't be so narcissistic as I usually am. Um, So I went on Wikipedia, and I was just like, okay, I'll just look up the names, and I'll, like, fill in what I actually remember from Lifetime, and it'll work out. Well, the fucking names were different. (laughs) And then I was like, okay, so 45, 50, 60 minutes into the movie. Rabbit hole. Yes. I had to rewatch almost the whole fucking movie (laughs) to, like, get all the names from Lifetime. Because Lifetime... That's the biggest struggle in your life. Oh, darn it. I had to rewatch the first half of a movie. It was not the... It was kind (laughs) of grand. I'm not drinking. I'm not joking. I'm not drinking. Yes, you are. I was drinking a lot, like, today. (laughs) And actually, I wasn't drinking a lot, like, today. Today, I drank a lot more. Um... But it definitely poured a nice, strong drink of Deep Eddie's vodka. <laughs> so what we have here now is the happy face killer, according to Lifetime. And I according actually, to Lifetime. according to Lifetime, because when I looked it up on Wikipedia, it was not the same. <laughs> when I looked further on more reputable sites, it really was not the same. And I decided to rewatch the Lifetime movie. With true facts in mind. Yes, with Well, not really. I'm not going to lie. I kind (laughs) of just went true lifetime again. Let's start. We have our house. We we start in with our house. How many garages? It's a basic house. It's very normal. Um, We have our FBI agent and what we're going to know as our sheriff come in. There's blood everywhere in the house. It's very, like, gritty. Right away, you just go when it's gritty. I love this. We have lights. Yeah, we're action, action, action. Lights. Crime scene. Yes. Broken off. Yes. Are they, like, putting the numbers next to the shell casing? We're not even there yet. Oh, shit. It's, like, the open. Like, we just came in on the scene. Nice. Yeah, it's, like, gruesome. So, blood everywhere. Then we find a body. We, We keep going through the house. We go down. We find the body. We found it founded. There's a smiley face on the wall. It's, um, and my notes are very messy. I'm not a note taker. (laughs) (laughs) Can I drink every time you say I'm not a note taker? Uh, Can you please? I'd appreciate it. I also need a drink every time I say this. All right. So the second all this is done, all this drama is done, we go into the open road. We see David Orquette. Ooh. Yes. I like it already. Yes. We don't know who he is at this time, but I'm going to spoil for you. The happy face killer. <laughs> he is Keith Jefferson. He is... Can the, I also just say that when Lifetime gets the big name, really good actors, it could go one of two ways. Because remember when they had The Beak, James Vanderbeek and LeVar Burton, and we thought it was going to be amazing? 
But it was not. It was not. So if you see David Arquette walk on film, you're going to say, this is going to be amazing or it's really going to suck. You are absolutely 100% correct. And I was kind of feeling that. I almost... I was between two movies. I was going to do The Night Stalker. Nice. Or I was going to do this one. And I started with The Night Stalker, which I've already been watching is The Night Stalker. And I stopped watching it, which for reasons I've already told you, is I've been home alone a lot at <laughs> night. <laughs> and um, for some reason, The Night Stalker kind of gets to me a little bit more. So I was like, fuck this. <laughs> I'm going to the happy face killer. So I started watching that, and I was like, okay, I could do this one. Um, so we have David Arquette. He is our truck driver. He has a family. They make it very clear in Lifetime Manor. There's pictures, you know, all the fun stuff. It's all bright and sunny, shining in on them. He's smiley. You know, David Arquette. He's he, the smiley face killer. When he was first in love with Courtney. Oh, Courtney Cox? Yes. Yeah. You know that yeah. David Arquette. He was still good looking. Mm-hmm. He was still, you know, all those things. You're like, oh, yeah. That's David Arquette I can get behind. You like you want them to happen. So he's a truck driver. Um he wants to be a Mountie. They let you know this right away. He wants Where to be is this? a Mountie. He's in Canada? Washington. But he was technically born in Canada, so he wants to be a Mountie, so he's applying for this. So they make this really well known at the beginning. He's like talking with his boss and his boss's secretary. His boss's secretary is kind of flirting with him. Of course, she's a secretary. That's in the job description. And lifetime. While you're applying for your job, <laughs> yeah, just know. Just know. That's part of the job description. And, and I'm okay with that. I'm not to flirt. I'm okay <laughs> with that. But um, so it, it's very well known. And he was Canadian. And he's like overtly nice. And he's just like, and everyone's like, oh, everyone loves you. So he's a truck driver till this. He's tried to be a cop that didn't pan out. So he went for being a Mountie, and he's convinced, he studied, he's going to get this job. He knows it. He's waiting for the phone call. Um, so our next scene, he's with his brother at a diner. Starts talking about going to help their father, and then automatically you start seeing in Keith's head these flashbacks to being with the dad and almost getting electrocuted when he was working on the plane, or on the truck with him. So, like... So dad was a truck driver too. So or working on cars and electrocuted him while he was working on cars oh, with shit. him. Okay. Yeah, so there was some abuse going on. But you and know, again, Miss Matson would say this was some <laughs> kinky, kinky stuff. Exactly. But you don't know if it was malice or in his head. So you don't know if he accidentally got electrocuted in these certain okay. scenarios or if it was purposeful but it's lifetime so it's like purposeful of course. yeah okay. but like in reality like you wouldn't know okay. but like because it's lifetime you know he was abused with electricity with his father uh, so <laughs> new one though i have to say they haven't gone there before you know what that is true but oh sidebar so after what was the last movie that we talked about where we said we had to add peanut butter to our <laughs> our weapons list for our lifetime clue board game that was the the one that the Sarah, she was the eggs for the person yes. she was pretending to be the nurse for okay so we need to add peanut butter and like Electricity, like a lightning bolt. Yeah, if you've never listened to older episodes, <laughs> um, we have a lifetime game going of, like, basically clue. It's a hypothetical game. Yeah, it's like a clue game, yeah. though, I would say. And we have, like, what you'd be killed by. <laughs> so peanut butter was peanut added. Peanut butter. And now electricity. Electricity, okay. I think that's fair. Yeah, definitely. Um, so he's at di- he's at the dinner with his brother. You see his sensitivity. You see him talking about dad. He has that flashback. And then, like, either the next day or later that night, you see him go home. And he's calling out for his family. Because even at, like, his boss's job, he's, like, seems like a family guy. You know, he's, like, I love my family, blah, blah, blah. Oh, but, like, the pictures on his desk of the happy family. Well, he has it, like, in his truck. Like, so he has, like, the The pictures. Yeah. So, but no one's home when he gets home. And he's calling out, and he's, like, where's everyone? So then, um... No one's answering back, and he's kind of walking through the house. You're not thinking much of it, whatever, because you don't even know what time of day it is at the house. And then so his phone starts ringing, so he picks it up, and then it's the Canadian police. Yeah, it's the Mounties, and they're, like, talking to him, and they're like, so we're calling you, and we just want to let you know that we're not going to let you go any further because you have an injury to your shoulder. Oh, shit. And he's like, no, I don't. And he's, like, playing it off. Someone must have read the MRI wrong or 
blah, 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 bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. And then, so he's kind of upset. And then, like, they're like, no, this is real. You're not getting accepted. And he accepts it. And he's like, thank you, sir, for calling. But does he really accept it? To a point. Like, he turns his manner on the phone, but his face doesn't. Gotcha. So. Plotting revenge. Yes. I will have my revenge. My revenge will come. (laughs) So then, he's, like, upset, but he sits on the like defeated almost he has a hand on the head <laughs> of course he's like drama, oh drama drama yes all the drama and then he finds a letter with his name on it and it's a dear john letter oh shit his wife left him and took the kid <sighs> oh yes she did the bitch was like leaving him because he is always on always at work always driving that damn truck he's always on the Fucking road. Picking up those truck stop hookers. And we know this later. Oh, the lot lizards. Oh, yes. Oh, the lot lizards come into play oh, so yes, much. They, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. So, sad scene, sad scene. Then we back. Then So, this is, again, empathizing, empathizing, empathizing. But not really, because you're like, whatever, dude. You weren't there for your fucking family. You're like, you kind of get it at this stage. Like, you're like... Dude, you weren't there. She left you for a reason. But maybe, like, he they never planned to have kids. Like, he didn't want kids. No, like, this comes up later. Like, he really wanted kids. Like, so, the thing, the thing is, and I probably skipped this at the beginning, it's more about the FBI agent than it is about him in this Lifetime movie. So, we go straight. There's a lot of back and forth. And I wasn't going to go to the back and forth. I'm not a note taker. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm taking Yeah, take, take it. Take the drinks. Because it is mostly about the FBI agent. Okay. I mean, I, because I like David Arquette, I probably focused way more on him than I should have. But... <laughs> the main character. In my head, he was. Gotcha. But it probably really was more about the FBI agent. But because you're the one telling this version of the story fuck you guys we're talking about david arquette (laughs) (laughs) we're back to the fbi and our chick is melinda grand who i kept wanting to call gand so if i call her gand deal with it (laughs) so yeah that's all i have to say about that so she like actually worked on a few cases she hasn't been like point on the cases but she's been like they allude to she's done um the phone tapping, like, the side stuff. Because this is, we have her at the gun range, and she's getting hit on by one of her fellow people. And she's like, I thought you were a part of the modern era. She kind of calls him out for, like, sexual harassment. And he's like, I just want you to go on a date. Creepers be creeping. Creepers be creeping. So, like, he doesn't know how to approach her in any other way. Approach her when she's got a gun in her hands. Yeah, like, so to him, he, she's like, she calls him out for being engaged and, like, that not falling. She's engaged or he's engaged? No, he's engaged. Okay. She was, too, at one point, but that, like, already fell through long time ago and like how convenient yeah and like so he was recently engaged so she calls him out on that shit Good she's kind of like and then like he's like i just want you going on a date find out she has a lack of a dating life that's really the real lifetime i thought you were gonna say lesbian oh no that would be a lifetime version yes. of saying she's a lesbian but no it's not it really is just telling us she doesn't date and then so we see keith so our, she masturbates a lot they don't allude to that, but we should. <laughs> um, so then we see Keith, David Arquette. He's talking with a pretty waitress and um, at his local diner at where he lives. And he's talking about his wife and, uh, you know, he wished, him? Yeah, and wish, he wishes he could have done was right. He knew he wasn't completely good as a husband, but he thought he was a good father. Blah, blah, blah. And she's be sympathizing, like, a little more so. Cause she's a fucking waitress. And she's, like, taking she time. She wants that tip. You would think so. But she's, like, giving him a... At first, you don't even think she's a waitress because how much attention she's giving him. And then we see, like, um, a video of him drinking and calling his ex. Oh, we, God. Already yeah. drunk dialing? Yeah, he's right. doing the drunk dialing thing. Like, and he's seeming, seeming very irritated. And then... There's a foggy window. Like, he's he gets to this irritation point. But then he um, draws a happy face and he leaps. Ooh. That's where it all starts. That's where it all starts. So that's like when you're reading a book and one of the characters says the title of the book. You're like, 
oh shit, like the happy face killer. He draws the happy face and then you know it's about to get. Oh, now we're at a bar. Um, oh, I like it. Yeah. I, this movie is really fast going. That's why I had to take notes. Oh, no, you it, said we're at a bar. Oh, yeah. Well, also that. <laughs> <laughs> so we have our first victim. Her name is Sissy Payton in Lifetime. So I look up on Wikipedia. And then the character names are completely different from Lifetime. So I actually didn't write the real names. That's okay. We're watching Lifetime. So in Lifetime, her name is Sissy Payne. Lot Lizard? No, she's not a Lot Lizard, this one. So they meet at this one bar in Portland. And um, she's just playing pool. He's talking to the barkeep, who is really weird looking. Sorry, barkeep. <laughs> and, and so he and the barkeep's like, well, you need to get back on the horse. And he kind of points over at this girl. And so she's just playing pool by herself. He walks over. He's like, you're really good. And this is the whole thing we're talking about. You, got that, that, you know, you get that buzz and you're just really good at yeah. the game. And then you have that one beer too many. Oh, fuck. Yes. Yeah. So she's just like, she's playing pool by herself. And he's like, you're really good. That's a really good shot, David Arquette. Key. As he plays pocket pool watching her. Yeah. Because he's like, yeah, I got to get back on the horse. Oh, my God. And then, um, so she's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. So that bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. One-liner, one-liner. Yes, all the one-liners. They go back to his place that he had with his ex-wife and kids who are no longer in the home. Mm-hmm. And so they go back there. She's really a lot younger looking than him. Like, she looks like she's in her 20s, like early 20s. So she's acting all cute. And part of the appeal when they were at the bar is she's like, he's saying his, they're saying their name. She's like, my name's Sissy. And he's like, like, blah, 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 saying the meaning of it. And he's like, my name's Keith. And she's like, like, of the forest. What? He says, of the forest. And he's saying, like, the meaning Is of his name. Is he a fucking elf? I think so. And she's like, bears? I'm really into bears. Bears? I'm thinking gay, like, stuff at this oh, point. Yeah, now I yeah. Too. yeah, so, but then they go back to her his house, and she's like, come on, big bear. And she's, like, saying these things. She's like, don't be like that. And he's, like, getting pissed off that she's acting cute, like, towards him. And she's, like, calling these names. She's like, come on, like... And then she finds his Mountie hat. He what, he's not buy happy. himself a replica hat? I think. So she puts on the Mountie. She's like spanking herself and like riding herself on the bed. And she's like, come on. She's like saying things about being the Mountie. Like giddy up and like all this so bullshit. So all of this is just making him pissed off that he didn't get his job. Yeah. So and you it's feel, escalating. Yes. You feel, you see the lifetime rage building. Yes. yes. Every time it pans back to his face, they make him look rougher and rougher and angry, angry eyebrow lines. Yes. Gotcha. So she's making fun of him. He's having flashbacks with this bird when he was a kid. So he's taking this bird out of its cage. Okay, what is it with your movies and birds? We have the white pocket lunch. <laughs> That's true. I do like birds in my movies. <laughs> <laughs> so he's taking the bird out of its cage. She's doing this shit. He's like, don't be like that. She's like, be like what? And she keeps being cute. Having these flashbacks of him with this bird taking out of a cage and like basically strangling to death. And then see our FBI agent again. Okay. Who's this? Uh, who I originally thought was from, like, a 90s show, Hanging with Mr. Cooper. but The one I, who was hitting on the chick at the gun range. No, like, this is the one that was getting hit on. Oh, the chick. Okay. The chick. Okay. So she's back in. She's talking to her boss, and he's like, we have an investigation. It's across from, um, I think those are two states. And he's like, but, like, the cops are overconfident. They don't want the FBI involved. Blah, blah, blah this bullshit, 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 but it's cross state lines, so it's ours. Let's take it. Damn jurisdiction. Yes. So, um, we have the FBI, it's involved, state lines, Portland, Oregon to Washington, and then we have David Arquette, Keith's character, he starts a video, and he's like, I don't want people to get this wrong. I want people to know my true story. He starts talking about, like, his anger as a kid and blah, blah, blah. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. We see him meet um, this chick. Her name is eventually Jane Doe. She's at the truck stop. Lot lizard. She's a lot lizard. Um, He's, like, pissed off about whatever. He's, like, working his truck, and he sees this chick in these fishnets and these green shoes, and he, like, 
we just see him checking out her while the FBI shit's going on. He's, like, all hot for her. Then all of a sudden you see her in a ditch all bloodied up, strangled, and he's holding her shoe, and he, like, throws it in the ditch with his truck, like, in the foreground. He's, like, walking to his truck, like, all nonchalant, like it's nothing. So he goes into his truck. We find out that that's Jane Doe. Tension with the FBI and local sheriff comes up next. So our, Over the body. Yeah, so our special agent, Grand comes in. And she goes into, I want to say, I think she was in Oregon. Sure, let's, Portland. let's say Oregon. Yeah, let's say she's in one of those states. And, like, the local sheriff's like, I've solved so many cases on my own. How long my have you been? this big. Yeah. He's like, how long have you been working? And she's like, 10 years. And he's like, I've been working 21 years. And huh. I've had this many cases. All of the mansplaining. Gotcha. Mansplaining. And mansplaining. Yes. All the spraying. <laughs> so she's a badass FBI, and she's like, I got this. My bod, my boss gave me a heads up. I ain't, And my bod. Yeah. She's like, I ain't backing down. So she's like counteracting everything he says. She's like, whatever. And then her boss already warned her that um, the FBI are playing chess, and they're, the local <sighs> agents are playing checkers. Oh, my God. So he's like, just keep that in mind. And she's like... All right. <laughs> so, anyways, then we go to this waitress. Her this waitress name is Diane, and she's been in a lot. Like, so I see this waitress, and I'm like, okay, the one who was empathizing with him for losing his wife. Yes. Okay. So immediately, I'm like, I fucking know this girl. Like, I know her. She's been. So I had to research her. She's been in multiple Lifetime movies, like good and bad. But I remembered her the most from Better Off Ted. Remember that show? Who was she? She was Greta. She was the German one with the like ex, um the translator, and but she sounded like Phil. What else has she been in on Lifetime? Like a whole bunch of shit. I couldn't remember her particular characters from anything Lifetime. The only thing I remember her from was put her off dead. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, I thought that was funny. I like the whole movie. I couldn't remember her name. <laughs> All I can remember is Greta from Bird of Ted. So that's her new name. Yeah, and she was only in one episode of the whole <laughs> two seasons. And I was like, oh my god, that's pathetic of me. But anyway, so Greta. Yes. <laughs> we meet her. Um, and she's been a lot of stuff, whatever. She She's there for the happy face killer when he's like talking about losing his wife. and So she makes him a cake. She makes him a cake. Yeah, she's like, I don't get to bake for anyone anymore. Blah, 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 blah. And then, um, so he, and she's helping him get rid of the wife stuff. She actually finds the dead chick's bracelet. Oh, shit. Like, when she's helping get rid of the wife stuff. She's like, what's this? He's like, it's my wife's stuff. And, like, then he goes in the bathroom and sees, like, he has the tag from the bar he killed the chick at. Oh, my God. And, like, is washing it off. And, like, whatever. Greta's dumb as fuck and doesn't know. Or Diane, whatever the fuck her name is. And so, anyways, um, he, like, plays it off. Keith makes the move while she's over for, like, her baking him a cake, uh-huh. and she's, like, all into it. She's like, hey. Tell me that they're talking flour at each other. No, she had already made the cake. Is and she like, bending over? She's getting utensils. Like, no, it's, like, not even, like, little sexy. It's really dumb. Oh. Yeah, and he just, like, comes up behind her and, like, hugs her, and she's, like, really receptive. Boring. Yeah, it was really boring and stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so then we see um, the truck stop, and Keith sees the headline of the first victim. So then at that point, um, he gets pissed because the sex work, oh, so he sees that and he's kind of like, oh, what, like, so he's kind of intrigued. He's like excited, but nervous at the same time because he sees this, like the sex worker that he's known from the past comes up and she's like teasing him about like his, um, Mountie shit. She's like, do you still have that WD white, like, um, postcard? Are you still like trying to be a Mountie? Is that the one he put his hat on? No, this is a new check. So. All right, so that chick found that in his house. So this sex worker, like, calls him out for his postcards. <laughs> and she's like, you still have those deadly G-rights shit on your fucking visor? And she's like, you still trying to be a Canadian Mountie? She's like, I got a real man now. I got me a boyfriend. And she's, she's like... got three teeth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and she's like, 
he's gonna take me around. He fucks me better than you can. And you just see the rage kind of like building out on him. And he's like, aren't you the one that used to wear a flea collar? And for some reason, this really affects her. Like she just said all this shit about him, but for some she reason, she can't take that she's she wore a flea collar, which what? was probably not even true. And whatever, she gets really upset and walks Maybe away. Maybe she had crabs. Maybe she did. And so like whatever, like. She's pissed. She walks away. It seems kind of weird. Um, but, like, he got really pissed because she just says, like, he's not good at sex. And that's why he says that thing. And then um, we flash to... Oh, this is why I blocked this out. The worst scene. Being a kid again. He sees a kitty. A Does cute a kitty. kitty. A kitten. That's like my cat, but a kitten. Like a small little kitten that's meowing at him. And then he looks at a microwave. Oh, no. Fast forward. I fast forward. I fast forward. But he put the kitten in the microwave. I know he did. Shut up. I know he did. And it was awful. And I fast forward and I don't care. It was the worst scene ever. And it was the cutest kitty. And Keith is a stupid, stupid person. Your cat just <laughs> ran up the stairs. It up. <laughs> and so then we see um, he makes another video. And he talks about, like, respect and how he gets really mad when women don't respect him and blah, blah, blah. Like, he's, like, already admitting to these crimes that he's committed with Sissy and stuff. And he's just, like, really pissed off. And then um, the agent is following up at the bar about Sissy's murder. They found the Sissy's... Agent. Yeah. So, Grand, Agent Grand is the female agent. And so she's at the bar now. And she's following up on Sissy, the number one victim. And she's like, has she, and she was like a person that frequented that bar. And she's like, what happened to this person, blah, blah, blah. And then the bartender, who looks like a Middle Earth character, is like, (laughs) (laughs) oh, I don't know who you're talking about. And she like threatens him. And he's like, yeah, she used to hang out here. She left with some guy that night. And that's pretty much where that goes. And then, um, he sees a young girl with a baby at one of the lo- uh, one of his truck stops. Her name is Candy Smith, according. Oh my god! Of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like kind of trolling the lot, and she has a baby like in her hands the whole fucking time. And so Keith, like, he's like known as the nice truck driver. And so he like sees her, and she's like, "I need some formula for my baby," and he's like. All I could do is help a mother get to some formula for her baby. <laughs> and so he takes her in the truck, and then, like, it's night, and then she's, like, sucking his dick, and they're done. And is he, that supposed to be the formula for her baby? I guess so. And so um, she's like, well, I was thinking, like, 150 or something like that, I think is what she says. And um, he's like, well, I got $20. He's, <laughs> he's like, you can have this for the formula for your baby. He's like, I was just giving you a ride for formula for your baby. And then um, she's like, I, I had wrote this down because this shit cracked me up. So let me see. She chooses but lets her go. Um, she's good at what she does. And so that's why she wants 150. And he wants to give her 20. I made you feel good and you're making me feel bad. Oh my god, did she actually say that? <laughs> yes. Okay. I am cracking up. One liner. Yes. And so he starts choking her. The baby starts crying. Of course. And then he's like, get the fuck out of here. Just go. Just go. So he doesn't actually kill her. So he's Because like, she has the baby. Yeah. So he like lets her and the baby go, but like he's not he's not happy about it. But he was gonna kill her. Cause he was like women piss him off for some reason maybe she sucked his dick really good well that's what she said <laughs> she's like i'm really good at what you do and apparently so if you let her live yeah so her um, job will see another dick exactly so then we have a confession like all of a sudden from this crazy ass bitch her name's dolores oh, and her her boyfriend is called bud shiner in the movie shut up and they're confessing to it the murder like a beer bud I, shiner that's what i thought so <laughs> um they're confessing the murder for Sissy Payton. She says that Bud picked Sissy up for a threesome and she helped Bud rape her and kill her. And she says, like, with these ropes and all these things she found in the house. So the agent goes to the house with the sheriff and they find a dirty house. And there's obvious 
L- LMN clues. Like, <laughs> red flags. It, yeah. Everywhere. There is Lifetime movie, like, labeled <laughs> buckets. Like, okay, we have a profession that I don't like to mention, but we label a lot of things yeah. in our profession because it just makes life easier. And, like, because of that, we label shit at our homes. Don't tell me that he has labeled, like, bloody heads. Basically. And rape kit. It's basically labeled. It's, like, the most obvious, horrific labels ever. Yeah, it, it's bad. It's like if you and I were to label stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, we Dead are... body in yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. It's not great. So the FBI agent finds a book, like, very obviously called... How to leave an abusive relationship. During this point, he uh, Keith gets on like a bathroom stall and starts writing his confession. He's pissed off that like two other people have taken credit for his first murder. Like he's like, no, I killed them. He like sees it. So on a bathroom stall in a fucking truck stop, he's like writes uh, just his confession and he and he gives a clue that he ripped off the zipper that no one else knew. Ripped off whose zipper? The uh, sissy Peyton. Trophy. Yeah, he's got to have trophies. So it hasn't been mentioned in anything, and he's like, proof. It's like, he's got it in his little storage container that says murder trophies. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And he's not even as bad as the people that confessed. So, <laughs> and then, um, so we have that murder box. Some point writes bathroom wall confession. Oh, and then during his time on the road, after he confesses on a bathroom stall... <laughs> He goes to his ex and his kids, and he begs to see his kids. You get to see how good of a dad he is. And then um, we have an interview with Dolores with the agent. And the agent's really calling her out. And she's like, are you just trying to get payback because your boyfriend's a fucking dick? Like, he abuses you? Like, she's calling her out, like, constantly on this. She's trying to get details. And, like, Dolores is being really vague. And she's, like, kind of being, like, whatever. So the agent... Basically, Gand is, like, blaming her for planting evidence. She's like, you're kind of planting this all on innocent man. And she's like, he's not innocent. So Dolores is his ex-wife? Dolores is not the ex-wife of Keith. Oh. Dolores and Bud are the ones that confess to Sissy. Oh, okay, okay. So, well, Dolores confesses that her and Bud murdered and raped Sissy. When they didn't. When they didn't. Okay. According to Agent Gand. Okay. So, so then after that, the interview, Keith makes more videos and he's pissed off about the confession and he wants credit. He's like, these two people did not kill Sissy. I killed Sissy. And he's like posting all this on his VHS. (laughs) Okay. Like you would think that he would want them to take the credit so he could get away with it. Yes. Okay. The evidence of the truck stop bathroom gets back to the FBI agent. And so... The evidence of the truck stop. I just imagine, like, aborted fetuses and just, like, piles and piles of shit and semen everywhere. I also <laughs> wouldn't picture that if I did not watch this movie. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just... Then we see Keith and Diane, who is the waitress, at the diner, and she's feeling neglected. Oh, gosh. Now he... Like, she's like, but you were on the road and I didn't see you. Because, like, they made that connection when uh-huh. she made him cake. She's like, but you I don't made know me a cake. Yeah, she's like, I don't know where you are. And he's like, everything's been so much brighter when you're in my life. He wants her to be at his place a little bit more. Romance, romance, yeah, romance. Yeah, he wants more cake. Yeah, he wants all the cake, and he wants her around. And even though he doesn't want to be around, he wants her around. And then, so, um, now we're at the Washington courthouse. We're in Washington State. We're with the district attorney and the agent. Brings evidence of the bathroom, so the truck shop bathroom, the confession. So she brings it, and he's like, and she's disapproving Dolores' claim to the confession to the DA and the sheriff. So all three of them in the room. And then the, the sheriff and DA are like, mansplaining the shit out of the evidence. They're like, blah, 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 confession, blah, blah, blah. Why would someone confess if they weren't not guilty? Bullshit and boulder dash. And that's exactly <laughs> what I wrote. <laughs> so Bud is taking a liar detector test during this whole scene. And then he fails the test. And they comes out during this scene as well. And they're like, and the men shut down the empowered woman. <laughs> that's all I wrote there. <laughs> so they're like, fuck you, bitch. We're right. You're this wrong. This seems to be a theme to this movie. I'm, not, I'm already losing my voice. 
because of this. <clears throat> it's stupid, stupid, stupid. It, it, it really is about women hating. The smiley face killer really hates women. And then it's women hating because the police force and the FBI mm, agency yes. is also discredited. Her lead boss credits her for like a few cases prior to this. But this is like her first regular case. And um, with not being the lead, like she's worked with sex workers and other things like tra- entrapping them. This is her first real job because the sex traffickers are a lesser victim. Yes, gotcha. exactly. So then, so it's a lot of fucking mansplaining, and it's tiresome. <laughs> so what happens? I need some more wine. <laughs> There's a lot more victims. I'm only on page four of six. <laughs> All right. Uh, so there's this hitchhiker that catches Keith Sai. Her name is Summer Northern. It's like Beyonce's baby. Right? So Summer Northern. So he sees her. She's just hitchhiking. He picks her up. And he takes the lipstick while she's dead on the side and writes on this plywood. In the next scene, we see the FBI agent and the sheriff start watching it. So um, the FBI agent and the sheriff, they're at the scene. They see the plywood with the message. And they signed the happy face color. And he's claiming credit still for Sissy. And um, the agent notices tire tracks at this point. You think at this point she's kind of getting together. He's a truck. Truck driver, yeah. Yeah. So she's like sitting there. She's like, this guy's pissing me off. And so like at this time, the sheriff and the DA are kind of discounting her that this is a serial killer. The smiley face killer is not really like a guy as more of a concept and people are copycatting him. Okay. And so... But she thinks it's one guy doing all of this. Next scene, there's a lot of fucking back and forth. <laughs> and then we one see... One liner, one liner, blah, blah, blah. I know, but it's like even more than one liners. I'm like, I miss Slay killing love at this stage. <laughs> <laughs> so he like pulls up on his fucking big semi. She comes up, they're walking through town, holding hands. <laughs> Little center thing. And like, the waitress is dumb as fuck. Let's just say this. Uh, like, the waitress is hot, but she's dumb as fuck. Hey, she can make a good cake. And then Keith says, the last few weeks were the best days of my life. Oh, God. I'm like, what the Cheesy. Fuck? Yeah, so, but he specifies how the last few weeks were the best days of his life. Not like the best weeks of his life. He's not specifying the days. This is when he's been at his top murder spree. In all caps, proposes and crazy bitch is excited to say yes. Wait, wait, he proposes marriage? What? The Wait, what? Yes. Oh my god. And then I wrote, really question mark. <laughs> Talks about divorce in the same fucking scene. Or the same fucking breath. He's been talking about how he does not want she to divorce his wife. She just left a few weeks ago, right? Yes. This has been weeks. Okay. And he's been talking about how he does not want to leave his wife. His wife wants he to leave him. He drunk his wife. Yeah. Like, he's been calling her. He showed up to her place. Oh, my gosh. And he's been even telling the waitress. And the waitress has been telling him how his wife will probably come back. So, he says, if you will have me. It must be a small town. Uh, yeah. Like, she's hot as fuck, but you're like, damn, bitch, you must be dumb. Like, the whole time. You're like, what the fuck? How dumb are you? Victim shaming. (laughs) I am. I really am, because she does become a victim. Oh, no, does she? Yeah. Does he kill her? Yes. So, Keith's alone at home, still getting rid of his wife's shit, because it's still in his house, even though he's been working on this for weeks. It's still in there. Hey, he's got to drive that truck. Right? He's watching TV about Dolores and Bud talking about taking credit for this first murder. And he starts writing letters on legal pad, but, like, crazily. Lifetime movie crazy. Okay, he's so just he's like, starting to lose it. Yeah. So you can see, like, the flashes and, like, the pad in the face. and You know how Lifetime does yeah. those transparent, like, things? So he's, like, writing letters, claiming um, credit for the first murder and Summer, the hitchhiker. He's not claiming murder to Jane Doe, but the two murders he is. So at this time, according to Lifetime, he has three murders under his belt, but he's only claiming two. Okay. He licks the letters, he takes credits for the crimes, and he sends one to the DA. Throwing out there, like, all his saliva, all his DNA. <laughs> like, all the bodily fluids that yeah. put in there. Like, the only, and I'm, he's raped a lot of these women, and I'm assuming without condoms, so I'm just like, He's throwing everything out there. Possibly anything he has to give, he's given. 
Um, so then we see Keith and Diane having sex at his home, and he's having a flashback to killing these other two women. And then he kind of freaks out, and he, like, gets off of her, and she's like, what's wrong? And he, like, plays it off. The FBI agent is now looking at the evidence, stands with the other ladies at the office. Oh, there's more than just her at the office? Well, there's only one old lady, and she's, like, the coffee lady. Oh, of course. Yeah. So they have a personal That's story about the agent's sister. It's not important. Um, <laughs> she receives a letter, some evidence of the top of the, uh, the truck stop bathroom. She's convinced that him and the letters in the truck stop all belong together, and the Deanna claims it's a copycat. He blows her off. Of course, um, she's a woman. What's she yeah. Bud enters a plea. He's like, why would Bud enter a plea if he wasn't guilty? And he wants the FBI agent off the case. Because the only reason the FBI agents were on the case because it was cut. The cut. jurisdiction. Yeah. Okay. So now they're like, well, now this is not your case. You don't need to be a part of this. Okay. Just, like, get out of it because it's no longer state lines. Bud and Dolores have claimed the murder for Sissy. So they're like, since that's solved, you're out. The media is still claiming that Bud and Dolores are the killers for Sissy. And they also talk about the happy face killer. Keith is happy that they're talking about him as the happy face killer and that he's separate from Dolores and them. Like, so he's hearing this stuff at truck stop. But at the same time, he's like, he's upset that he's not getting credit for Sissy, the first murder. Good lord, he can't let shit go. No. At all. <laughs> <laughs> so then we meet Bexy, Becky Sue. She is a sex worker by the truck stop. She's a... Lot litter. Yeah. And um, she gets trained to the bottom of the truck. And his response to her was, have a nice day. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was pretty cool. Wait, Whether, he chains her to the bottom of the truck and then drives the truck? Yeah. Oh, shit. Hey, and then he... Kills her by dragging her. Yeah, yeah, you don't know anything oh, else wow. about her besides he drives up. He answers the phone while she's, like, underneath him. You don't hear her scream or anything. She's yeah. Underneath it. Yeah, it's cruel. She was, like, the actress who blew someone to get some sort of a role in the movie. <laughs> and they're like, what, what's the least amount of screen time that we can put you in? <laughs> Basically. And then, at the time, FBI agent Gant it gets a personal letter from the Happy Face Killer she writes notes um, while she's reading it. He's like, he's bipolar, he's narcissistic, he was abused as a child. Oh, profiling. Um, yeah, so she's profiling. Finally pieces together that he's a truck driver. And then, personally, I thought she already pieced that he was a truck driver. With when the she, tire truck. Yeah, with the hitchhiker. I'm like, so from the waitress, the waitress is calling him while he's on the road. Oh, his fiance. Yeah, he, now his fiance, because he's proposed to her. And she's, like, talking about their honeymoon and shit, and he's, like, blowing her off. And uh, she wants to travel with him once they get married. She's like, I can just travel on the road with you, and I don't have to work anymore. <laughs> and then he's, like, wiping off blood off his truck from his latest victim, <laughs> and he blows her off. And then... This is the second time I wrote this down, that we actually hear a good music track. So at the very beginning, when he's telling Sissy, we hear, like, um, I want to say Supernatural Lifetime music track. <laughs> like, the, the show Supernatural. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, they, they play a lot of, like, classic music, like, when they're doing, like, a playback. And, like, so you hear that at the beginning of this movie. And then again, during this murder scene, you kind of start hearing that again. So I'm like, ooh, Lifetime's forged twice for music <laughs> tracks. <laughs> so we meet Tapping Billings. Did you say Taffy? Yes, Taffy. Oh my gosh. So Taffy Billings is a sex worker that pissed him off about demanizing him about his penis and a uh, deadly do-right postcard. Uh, okay. And she had a better man now. Yep. So... We're reintroduced to her, I guess I should say. He's like, oh, I would recognize an ass like that from anywhere. And she's like, oh, I've been thinking about you, Keith. And he's like, yeah. And she's like, where are you going? He's like, anywhere. She's like, funny thing, I'm going anywhere. Oh. Yeah, it's one of those. And she's like, you ain't the happy face killer, are you? He's like, do I look like the happy face killer? And so then she's like, nah. She gets in the truck with him. Then they're in a hotel, they're having sex, and he's like, remember when you made fun of me for blah, blah, blah? And she's like, what are you talking about? He's like, I remember. And then he chokes her out with a fucking lamp. Oh, I thought you were going to say the vacuum cord. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a lamp cord, and then he kills her, blah, blah, blah. 
Oh, so at this same time, where the agent's talking with uh, Candy, the mom. Who <laughs> Candy, Taffy. Yeah, this is the one that had the oral sex with him, okay. with the baby. He let her go, though. Yeah. So the agent's asking, will you charge him with assault charges? So uh, Candy's like, yes, and she names him. She gives the whole name. And that's how they get him? Well, so then we have more video of Keith, and he's a he's talking about abusing animals or murdering people and how it's no different. He's finally called into questioning because of Candy. Uh, okay. So he patronizes the FBI agent and admits to the bar, but not to Sissy. And so this is his whole confession about Candy. She was a lot lizard whore. Did he say lot lizard? Yes. <laughs> he calls her a lot lizard whore. And that the, uh, if they went to court, no one would convict him, blah, blah, blah. And his character switches. Like, he acts like the victim when he's, like, getting interrogated. But, like, when he's his alter ego, he talks about this either. He's two people that he's, like, very aggressive. And then she shows him the letter and calls him out. Then she gives him some veil threats, like, of what he said in the letters. And he acts like he's dumb. And he starts freaking out on the job. He's on the video, his VHS, blaming the agent and all the bitches. He's like, they had to get the best agent out here for me. It's crazy that she was a bitch. And like, oh, because she's a woman. Yeah. So he's just against women, 100%. Um, agent interviews his ex. And his brother, they talk about his past, his rough childhood, his torture, his abuse by the dad, and the rage he had. The The brother really brings out this rage that he had that no one really knew about, that he was just born with and he couldn't control. But, like, the wife, like, kind of, the ex-wife is like, well, I knew about the affairs, and I knew about blah, blah, blah. She's kind of not claiming it's his fault. It's, like, more his abuse as a child. Okay. So, like, the wife said he was never violent towards her or the children, but he liked women too much. Then Keith and the waitress are picking out wedding stuff. Then we see videos in between. And then there's a video of him talking about the wolf or the sheep. So you're either a wolf or you're a sheep. And this is advice to help get away with murder. So if you're the wolf or you're the sheep, and it's all about time and distance. So if you can separate yourself from the murderer, E... And you could put enough time between you. There's no way they can connect you. So if you have no connection to the person you murder, and you can put enough time between you and the murderer, E, then you're clear. Like, so this is his, like... Take on... Yeah, how to get away with murder. And then this is him confessing on video, doing all of this. Like, he just keeps putting stuff on video. But who has the videos? No one. No one, okay. This is just him in his home, even though he shares it with his fiance. So, during the same time, we have the agent interviewing his work and people around him. Um, Keith is driving. He's on his radio. Uh, oh, he's listening to the radio about all the happy face killer murders. And then the waitress is ignored every time she calls. He's like, deny. So, Keith gets home. Diane's upset with him. She claims he's never home with, and he never answers his phone. Shouldn't she have known this about him? But, like, he, his wife complained about this. He's like, I need to become better about this. And oh, okay. Now that they're engaged. You mean after, whole nine weeks ago? Yeah, whole nine weeks ago. Now she's saying it. They make up. Keith flashes. He gets mad. Diane gets scared. And then she's like, okay, let's postpone the wedding. Um. So then we see a video of him saying, women are trouble. And he turns the video off, and we see Diane tied up. Oh, shit. We see blood on his hands. Does he kill her? So, all we, at this point, all we see is him washing blood off his hands. And then we see the sheriff and the agent, and they know Diane is missing from her work. So, then he mails a VHS envelope, and he puts it in his brother, John Jesperson's mailbox. And then we hear sirens. They go to Keith's house. And they go back to the opening scene where there's just blood and everything oh, everywhere. Yes. And they, so they find Diane Lawton, his waitress fiance, tied up dead. Dead. And this, uh, she's stuffed downstairs. Um, and on the wall is a happy face symbol. Oh, shit. I thought she was going to make it. I know. You kind of hope for her. Yeah. So now we see Keith. He's paranoid looking for a run. He keeps calling his boss like, is there a run from me on his truck? And the boss is working with the FBI at this point. 
key stops at a random spot and you just start shooting the fucking air because he's crazy town is what my quotation <laughs> say. <laughs> there's a fake pickup pick uh by now like key spots and when he keeps radioing and all right go to this place blah blah and the blah. FBI's gonna be waiting there yeah so he's basically he's caught like they know and he kind of knows but he kind of doesn't know mm-hmm. like he's paranoid but he doesn't know if he's he thinks that he's ever thinking it. Yeah, so he's already dropped off the VHS to his brother, like, saying he's gotten caught. And he's pretty sure he's gotten caught, but he's still, like, kind of crazy town. And then, so there's a lot of one-liners between him and Dennis. Let me see. Um, so he gets caught. Like, they do the whole FBI thing. They catch him. Then when he's get when he gets caught, he's denying it. He's acting like he's cool as a fucking And this whole her. time, all he wanted was... For people to know that he killed that girl. Yeah, it's so weird. He does a lot of one-liners between him and the FBI agent. I'm sorry we didn't get some more alone time, blah, blah, blah. Really stupid. But then the agent leaves the local sheriff's detective on good terms, and they're happy. At the beginning, she joined the force because her sister's murder was never so. Now that's going to get solved. Keith in prison, he's still in delusion about being a Mountie. So Are when, you kidding me? This happens a few times throughout the movie. You see him, like, look in a reflection. You see him think of himself as a Mountie. Oh, my gosh. And he's wearing the fucking Dudley Dude right, like, oh my gosh. a whole outfit and, like... God, he's crazy. Yeah. When I, like, actually did research on him, which I didn't do a lot, but, yeah, he didn't seem that sane. <laughs> Interesting. I want to look up the actual story now. Yeah. How dead is your voice? <laughs> it is so dead. That was a lot. You sound like a man now at the end of this. I don't, I'm not used to talking that much. <laughs> so what lessons have we learned from these Lifetime movies? Don't be a lot lizard. Um, yeah, or if you do, fucking, you don't know your John. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, he just turned, like, he was the happy face killer for, like, three to five years, I think. But, like, prior to... a long time. Yeah. I mean, he didn't kill really frequently. And, like, prior to that, he was a normal person. (laughs) But was he? Yeah, exactly. They're like... um, That if you go to the grocery store and you get a pineapple and you put it, like, a certain way in your cart, that lets other people know that, like, you're looking for swinging. Really? Yes. Well, I think if, if you walk around with just a pineapple in your cart, that's like the code for you want to swing. But you like pineapple. <laughs> like, what's the problem? I don't know. Like, apparently it's a thing. All right. All right. That was an endeavor. <laughs> yeah. I'm tired now. I know. Me too. I think it's nap time. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So next time, um, we'll probably try and keep it to back to the old format of two episodes or two movies in one episode. Not yeah. Not long winded, but these were good. Yeah. These were true crime. And so there were a lot of details, lots of details and facts. Yeah. Thanks for chilling. Cheers.